T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Portland, if you've ever wondered where to get your blazers, ducks, and bees, it's right here on the airwaves of 1080. 1080 the fan with Danny and Dusty. It's Danny and Dusty and Rust from noon till three. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. Well, Danny's not here. Um, we will have him back tomorrow, but uh, it is Will Ortner and Dusty. We're partying along right now. And uh, right now we are going to be joined by one of my favorite human beings. Uh, she is the Portland Trailblazers sideline reporter uh, and all-around awesome human being. Brooke Olsendam joining us. Hi, Brooke. How are you? Hi, friend. That's about the nicest intro ever. Uh, you're one of my favorite human beings also, so we have that in common. But I'm, I'm good. I, I mean, snowy, snowy in Minneapolis. I just got back from walking across the street to get lunch, and uh, I don't know how people live here. It's freezing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you and me do not like cold, which makes your, no. your Washington State uh, days very questionable. But that's for another time. Uh, how much mm-hmm. snow is there? Because I saw... So I saw like a weather guy was saying that like six inches of snow expected today in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. Um, well, at least there's at least six inches already, and it's not snowing now. As I'm looking at my window, oh wow, I can see the oh there's a baseball stadium. Um, I didn't notice that until right now. Uh, it's, it's at least six inches, and it could be more. But right now, it's not snowing. But that's not to say it won't. But there's a ton of snow on the ground, and like it was one of those things where I was like towing across the street because I, I I saw my foresaw myself falling. I did not, but it, I, it was definitely a possibility. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, you know, a camera would be rolling at that moment that you were walking, and it it it, it would be on the internet in a matter of moments. Um, okay, well, it was funny. On, on the way back, I was walking. I was like, tr- again, being very cautious crossing the street, and I heard someone yell at me, and I I just thought it was someone random. I was like, oh, oh, whatever, and he's like. And I'm like, oh, that's my name. And it was Bruce Ely. So he, funny enough, he would have had a camera on him and I would have a, there would be a photographic evidence of my fall because it was our team photographer that was out there with me today. So well, the Blazers, you're in Minnesota because uh, Blazers start a three game road trip. They have uh, Minnesota, Indiana and uh, Toronto, uh, the Timberwolves up tonight, uh, five o'clock on route plus. 
we're all excited for that. Um, and we will talk a little bit of Blazers as this, uh, as we wrap this up, this interview up later. But the reason why I wanted to bring you on, Brooke, is because of uh, what happened on Monday night uh, in Cincinnati. It was, uh, it was jarring. It was something that uh, we do not see in sports very often. But because of uh, the trained professionals on site and the medical teams acting so swiftly and having a a plan in place to, in the event mm-hmm. of a cardiac event. Demar Hamlin is alive right now, and right. Um, I wanted to to call you and have you on because it, you do it in the month of February. Um, but Brooke Hart's your heart is uh, something that is near and dear to you, and it is. Um, it, it's very important in times like these, and it may be one of the things that. Hopefully, Demar Hamlin has a full recovery and is mm-hmm. back to 100%. But um, it, it quite literally, having a plan in place and having the access to an AED and CPR training and medical professionals being on site, uh, it, it saved his life. And that's uh, part of what Brooke Hart's Your Heart is all about. Yeah. And um, I mean, obviously, I want to start by saying like thoughts and, and prayers for for him and his family and friends and the entire, you know, NFL, everyone. I mean, everyone that it seems as though everyone has a story like that has come in contact with him, has a story about him that's phenomenal and what an amazing human he is. So I'm so glad um, so far that he it sounds as though he is. I think he's, I believe, is still in critical condition. But, you know, it sounds like I'm hopeful. I feel hopeful about his recovery. It seems as though that's the way it's going. So I'm just everyone that went through that on the field. Um, I will say this, I was in, I was hosting the pregame show for the Blazers at that night. So I didn't know what was going on whatsoever. And as soon as it was over, I had about 10 to 12 messages saying, you know, are you okay? Like, don't watch the NFL the Monday night football. Don't watch the football game if you haven't. And so then I quickly figured out what had gone on. And I just, I can't imagine, well, I can't, <laughs> but what they, what they went through on the field being so close to someone that was going through that it's 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 more than jarring and there's really not words for it so i'm just like i'm praying for them as well because that's such a traumatic experience but i will say to your point dusty like when someone goes into cardiac arrest the most important thing right away for people if you're in this situation in a situation like that is to call 911 immediately but then also you need to have your cpr uh if, if you're not up to speed on cpr please go do so because if you find yourself in that position and you're not, that would not, you would be very regretful about that. So I would really like tell people if you can as quickly as like, just make sure you're up to speed on your CPR and also um, how to use an AED. And that's something that it's, it's not that difficult to find out if you want to just go ahead, go to the heart American heart association or look up on YouTube, how to use an AED. Um, it's it's pretty easy to find. And so that's something that I would really recommend people to do just because if you're in that situation, you want to be able to help as much as you can. Um, and so the American Heart Association, you can also go like the Red Cross is, is also a great place mm-hmm. to get um, your, your CPR Absolutely. training and, and all of this. But also um, there is something that you do uh, with Brooke Hart's Your Heart, which is um, it, it's more of an awareness uh, about heart health in also spreading um, the awareness about it. Can you tell us about Brooke Hart's Your Heart, which is coming up again? And the the website is still active. I went to it uh, today uh, as mm-hmm. part of the Trailblazers website. But what you guys are going to be trying to do um, next month in, in your in your big push with Brooke Hart's Your Heart and uh, how people can help with that. 
Well, thank you. Thank you for visiting that, Dusty. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, every year we try to kind of focus on something not different, something specific every year. So it's a little bit different. So like last year was, uh, or a couple of years ago, we started with, you know, paying attention to your, to your, yourself and how you're feeling physically. And if maybe you thought, you know, that when you're out running around or doing some uh, cardio that you felt like maybe a little more exhausted or tired than, than you should feel that feel. That's how um, my late husband had, you know, how we've kind of figured out later after the fact that he had dealt with those issues and, and he had a heart issue that we, no one knew about because, but we always thought it was peculiar how, you know, tired he would get after running because he was in such great shape. So that was a couple of years ago, just listening to your body. And then also, you know, kind of managing was during the pandemic, really like making sure you're listening to yourself and, and making sure you're staying active, but in, in just in little ways, if you're out, you know, take a walk dance if you like to dance just silly little things during the pandemic to make sure you're being active and moving around and this year we're still kind of figuring out what the best uh, approach is and what we want to like put the most attention towards so look forward to that because we have a couple ideas we're not done figuring out exactly which direction we want to go but we i will say this that we're 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 last year we did scarves and this year we're selling um beanies hats uh, to go with the scarf if you got the scarf last year that uh proceeds are going to the American Heart Association. So pay attention for that. Look look around. I think it's coming out February 1st, I assume, but it'll be around February. And those go fast, so make sure you get them. But yeah, we just want to make sure people are just listening to their heart. Like, I know that sounds like quite literal, but I mean, just listen to yourself and, and make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Get a checkup if you, if you feel like you might need one, or if you just want to have peace of mind. But, you know, heart, heart issues are more common than people think or maybe know about, but they are there especially with women like it's a it's a big issue so just listen to your heart and get checkups if you can there's a, nothing more brookles and damn than accessorizing their fan your fans head to toe <laughs> scarves hat we're gonna have gloves with socks Ooh, are gonna gloves. be coming up I hadn't thought about gloves. let's go um but <laughs> brooke th this is something that uh, it does mean a ton to you and you mentioned like uh, when you we were having a conversation yesterday mm -hmm. um I, I was talking to you and i said you know that the it didn't really hit me that these are things that happen in in our world like i coach high school football so like i go through mm -hmm. all of these trainings and it, it's not something that that I sit there and I, as I go through the trainings, I haven't seen it on a football field before. So it doesn't like register with mm -hmm. us. And you were mentioning, you know, just those signs and very, 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 very rarely does it happen where somebody gets hit in the chest so hard that, you know, this happens to somebody, but mm -hmm. being prepared in these moments, it, it means a ton. And I, I think that it is, it's a great point that you make that if you're feeling a little bit tired, like it, it's not something where it's like, we need to be ready in case somebody gets hit in a chest. It's kind of in our, our day-to-day -day activities, having CPR training and mm -hmm. being trained on an AED can, can be the difference in, in saving a life. And I think that that is, it's something that we can all see in our day-to-day -day lives and take out of this, that man, it's, it's rare, but if you're ever put in that situation, uh, God forbid, uh, having this training and having the the ability to help somebody, uh, it can be the difference between life and death. Exactly, and like so, I think about how much uh, work people put into making sure that AEDs are everywhere. Like you know, obviously in gyms, in high schools, in everywhere. Like in every 
uh, lobbies of, of hotels, wherever, like you want AEDs everywhere, but what's the point of having them in there if no one knows how to use them, right? Or what's the point of, you know, what, what, or having CPR, like knowing that CPR is a thing if you don't know how to actually do it. And it, it sounds like not that big of a deal. Like, I'll just go get training. I'll figure it out at some, at some point. But when that moment comes, like you, you will want to be up to speed on all of that. And it doesn't take very long to figure, to figure out how to do it. And, and then as soon as you have that knowledge, you have it forever. Right. And then mm -hmm. if you're that person in a situation, like I remember when I was in high school, uh, my mom was working on the Spokane club, which is a gym. And, uh, someone had a heart attack uh, on the treadmill and she knew how to do CPR and, and did it and, and saved his life. And I was, I thought to myself, like, that's for, I mean, what I wouldn't have known what to do at that point. I mean, I was 16, but after that, we all got CPR training because what if you're in that situation, you, and, and you can't, and you're, you feel helpless and you don't know what to do. So I, that was like something that sparked me a long time ago to make sure I was knowledgeable on how to do that in case it was called upon me. But yeah, you're right. And, and but, but when you actually like start reading up on it, these situations are not crazy rare. Like, you will, I mean, high school, I, I mean, I can think of a few off the top of my head where students, you know, in a basketball game in high school have gone into cardiac arrest and, and you just, and someone on site usually knows what to do, but you just want to make sure that if, if, if you're there and you're in that situation that you, you're the person that can help or you just, you just never know. It's just something that I, I would just recommend having been up to speed on CPR and knowing how to use an AED in case you have to use it. And, you know, this is something that I, I commend you so much. And I'm, I'm so uh, proud of you as a friend mm -hmm. that it's something that's very hard for you to talk about at times, too. And you sharing your story and you mentioned uh, your late husband who, who died of a cardiac event. Um, mm -hmm. this is something that means a whole heck of a lot to you, um, because it was an experience that, that you went through yourself and, uh, mm -hmm. it, it can't be easy when situations like these happen, um, a, a, around, you know, whether it's a sports world or, or somewhere else. Um, so mm -hmm. I just, I really appreciate you, um, making the time for all of us out here to try and help, uh, everybody else out there, um, to, to put us all in a better situation. So thank you. Thank you, friend. That's very sweet of you. Um, yeah, you've been, you and I have been friends for a real long time, and uh, you've been there for me every time this time of year comes around, you know. And uh, yeah, this this situation, um, uh, yeah, is, it it kind of brings feelings back, and and I just feel for his family and friends and and the entire team because I know what that feeling is like to watch someone you love and you're not sure what's going to happen, and it's just. I haven't gone back to watch it because I was, I mean, I know myself and I shouldn't, mm -hmm. but I can, I can understand what they went through and how awful and upsetting and how it's just, it's absolutely heartbreaking when you, you don't, you can't do anything for the person you love. You're not sure what to do. You can't do, you usually can't do anything. And uh, it sounds like they were very much ready though. The medical team sounds like they were quick to react and it sounds like they've probably saved his life. And because they were ready, as you mentioned, they were prepared for situations like that. And so I commend everyone that was um, there to respond and react to, to that situation. But I, I, again, my thoughts and prayers are for everyone involved and who knows him and loves him. It is. Uh, thank you, Dusty. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is something that uh, I think that we're going to, we're going to try to push out. I think it's really important. I appreciate you coming on and uh, you know, telling people, you know, the, the bare minimum of what we all can do and how they can help. Brooke Hart, your heart is going to start 
uh, February 1st, as it always does. Uh, but Brooke Olsendam, you've done a lot to, to help people out here um, just become more aware. And uh, that is so important. And you've helped uh, a lot of people. And hopefully uh, we can we can help more people become more aware and hopefully uh, save some lives out, out there. So thank you so much, friend. I appreciate you. And uh, thank you for hopping on with us. I appreciate you, and thank you for having me. Love to you all, and uh, let's get together soon, guys. Yeah, you. <laughs> let's let's do it when you guys get back in off the road. Um, the... Oh, what, what's that like? I haven't been home <laughs> for a long time. So. <laughs> no, we will. I, I and I appreciate you having me on. Honestly, it means a lot to me. Thank you so much. All right, Brooke Olsendam, uh, Trailblazer sideline reporter, uh, a dear friend of mine, um, and if you and if you don't know Brooke's uh, story. Um, it is an incredible one, and it's the reason why she does Brooke Hart's her heart is uh, because her, her her husband did pass from a cardiac event, um, and they were newlyweds. And this is something that she started in 2020 with Brooke Hart's your heart, and it has meant a ton to her. Uh, and it is a tragedy that she is trying to help other people with. Um, with the American Heart Association. It's more of awareness and raising awareness and funds for the American Heart Association. Uh, but if you go to and use Google Brooke Hart Your Heart, you can donate to the American Heart Association. Uh, the funds go to, um, you know, placing AEDs in, in, in locations like businesses and gyms and, as she said, high schools. Uh, but it also goes to uh, fund so much more. Um, with the American Heart Association, and there's a lot of really good uh, tools at, at the Brook Heart Your Heart where you can uh, find out some of the, the signs and warnings uh, of, of your heart health. Um, because w- DeMar Hamlin is something in that situation is something that it won't affect many of us. Um, but heart attacks, which lead to cardiac events, um, and cardiac arrest is something that uh, that is far more common. And the least that we can do is spread the awareness on CPR training. If that can come out of this and more people become CPR trained and trained on an AED, uh, as, as Brooke said, what's the point of having AEDs in all these locations if people don't know how to use them? Um, so maybe we can we can help with that. And that could be out of this, you know, incredibly scary and tragic event that happened on Monday night football. Uh, hopefully it is something that is good that can come out of it as, as more people do become trained on these AEDs and become CPR certified. So um, I'm going to tweet out and we'll post to all of our socials uh, links to the American Red Cross um, and to Brooke Hart Your Heart. And uh, that is where you can we'll, we'll put all of those links in a place where they're easy to find because it is important. Um, Damar Hamlin, that's a situation we may not see again on a professional football field. Uh, but if an event ever happens in front of you, um, it would be phenomenal if, if, if we, more of us were CPR trained and AED certified. So I'm going to put those links up on the socials and we'll get them on all the fan stuff as well. Um, special thanks to Brooke Olsendam. It's not, it's not easy, um, for her to talk about those, but she is, She's a brave person. I'm so proud of to call her my friend because of what she does. Uh, all right. Uh, we have got more sports that we got to get to. We will have Ryan Horvath on at 1.30 uh, to get his thoughts on Will Ortner's incredible win. Some are calling it the win of the decade. 
win of the year for sure. It uh, oh, absolutely, early win of the year. His nine leg part. forever the win of the year. Uh, <laughs> I don't, and that I don't think is going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen in my life. It might be. Uh, we've heard Colin Cowherd talk about Jim Harbaugh to the Broncos. Well, there's another team that wants the services of Jim Harbaugh. It ain't just Michigan. Danny and Dusty on. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Okay, I'm getting my links and my tweet all ready to go to fire off about the uh, Brooke Harcher heart. But, um, and I will have those up, but I'll let you know. We'll get them all out on all of our socials. But uh, um, special thanks to Brooke. Um, she's, she's, she's an incredible person. Uh, all right. Jim Harbaugh um, is now all of a sudden the toast of the town when it comes to NFL jobs again. Uh, remember when it was just a couple years ago, he was having to take a pay cut at Michigan to keep his job. And then he goes to back-to-back college football playoffs, gets run out of the building in both of them. Um, well, I mean, the TCU one was close the at TCU the end. TCU one was close at the end. That was actually very good at the end. Um, but, boy, the start of that game, TCU just dropped the hammer. And the stat that Jim Harbaugh's never won a game when he is trailed by 18 or more points... It was like when that, even though they made it close, you sat there and you went, mm-mm, not against teams that good. You ain't going to do it. It's the offense that he runs. TCU shocks me, and I know that's not like what we're going to get into, but no. they're, they shouldn't be where they're at, yet they are where they at. You know what I mean? Like They don't have the talent to match up with a team like Michigan, yet when they went out there, they got them into a Big 12 game and they boat raced them. Yeah. Um, okay. We've got Jim Harbaugh, though, is now being interviewed for NFL head coaching jobs. Um, you know, <laughs> this is what Jim Har in a conversation with Jim Harbaugh, the Michigan head coach, told Queen City News, although no one knows the future, I think I'll be coaching Michigan next year. I sound confident. That is not, that is not the... <laughs> that is not the response I think that Michigan fans were looking for um, because he told that to Queen City News, which um, is not the news source of note in Denver, Colorado, where the Broncos are reportedly uh, kicking the tires on Jim Harbaugh. It is not the news outlet of note in Indianapolis, where apparently the Colts have been kicking the tires on bringing Captain Comeback back to Indy. No, 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 no. Queen City is uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and the Carolina Panthers, David Tepper, uh, reportedly very interested 
in uh, Jim Harbaugh and in talks with Harbaugh. Um, so now you have three NFL teams. And, it like, look, Jim Harbaugh, he has won literally everywhere he's gone. Except the Super Bowl. The University of San Diego was a dumpster fire. They were losing to NAIA teams, Southern Oregon University. When mm, they... Brag. I wasn't playing then. <laughs> uh, when, when, before he got there, he got there. He got a quarterback named Josh Johnson. Yeah, I've heard of that guy. Yeah, he was returning kicks and playing quarterback against us. He was incredible. Like he was insane. Uh, and then they clubbed us. Um, but University of San Diego was a disaster, and it was a non-scholarship program. And he got talent there. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to Stanford. And with Tavita Pritchard running quarterback, he ends up knocking off USC. You know, he made a winner at Stanford. Got Andrew Luck to commit. He ended up going to the NFL where he goes to San Francisco, which was a joke with Mike Singletary. He turns them into a winner, and he gets to the Super Bowl. And you say, well, yeah, couldn't win the Super Bowl. He got that team to a Super Bowl. That was a good team. It was a very good team. Sorry, he got that franchise to the Super Bowl after misstep after misstep. He gets guys to buy in. You know, they assembled a good roster. Mm-hmm. And But here's the thing, the common thread. Then he goes over to Michigan, and he ends up getting them to the college football playoff twice. And everybody wants to make so much about, oh, uh, well, yeah, how about before, you know, he was over against Ohio State. Yeah, he went two in a row. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> And honestly, Michigan doesn't have the recruiting prowess that Ohio State does. With kids my age, it's a lot harder to get them to Michigan than it is to get them to Ohio State. But what, and that's a great point, like, there are a lot of people that are older that think, like, blue bloods, blue bloods, blue bloods. It is, a lot of recency bias goes into football. Having tradition, it matters a lot because you put yourself on a financial pedestal that can separate you, especially in the name, the era of name, image, and likeness, a la mm-hmm. the University of Tennessee. Yeah, like I've never thought of them as good. I've never really thought of Michigan as all that good until about right now. This guy has gotten his programs to heights that they could only dream about before he got there, mm-hmm. and he's done it. Now, Jim Harbaugh wears thin. He wears thin in all of those places, whether it is the University of San Diego or Stanford or San Francisco or Michigan, where he had to take a pay cut to keep his damn job. But when Harbaugh goes somewhere, the results, they it pays dividends to have Jim Harbaugh. And almost immediately it pays dividends because they were really they turned it around quickly at Michigan. They had a lot a tougher hill to climb than what they initially thought at Michigan because they had to go up against Ohio State, because they had James Franklin and Penn State, because they had, at the end of Mark D'Antonio's time at Michigan State, was a better program than Michigan was. Remember the the block punt game against Michigan, Michigan State? It was a tougher hill to climb than what he had in his other spot, other stops. Where, if we're being honest, when he came to the Pac-10 and he was at Stanford at the beginning, it was USC and everybody else. And he climbed that USC mountain really damn fast. Yes, with a lot of players that were not up to par. And then USC handled uh, knocking themselves off with the sanctions, but he did it. And then it became a free fall in his Oregon and Stanford going back and forth. But Harbaugh can win. The, the thing that that I hear Colin keep talking about is that $20 million number. Uh, yeah, if he gets $20 million a year, 
he's going to be going to a lot of places. I mean, you could get him to pretty much anywhere for $20 million a year because you know who makes $20 million a year and there's only one? Is it Belichick? Bill Belichick. I didn't even think he was that high. I was thinking he was going to be, you know, by millions, the highest paid coach. Bill Belichick. And if if it's 20, think of that. $20 million a year? Hell yeah, he's going to go. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. He'll go to Russell Wilson. He'll go to no quarterback in Indy. He'll go to Carolina where you got three, you got none. Jim Harbaugh can win. And that will be a very interesting story to follow this, uh, this offseason. If there was going to be someone to fix Russ... It would be Harbaugh. Oh, dude, you tell me. One thing that Russ He did, made Kaepernick good. I know, but Russ, one thing I just want so badly is Russ absorbed the personality of Pete Carroll. You know, like you, you could see like, you're like, is this Pete or is this Russell Wilson? I, I don't know which one is talking. Like mm-hmm. he did that. I hope he does that with Jim Harbaugh. He's just carrying a gallon of milk around he just, everywhere. He's just, he's pounding milk just in, you know who loves inspirational quotes jim harbaugh oh yeah jim harbaugh loves inspirational quotes but the 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 cadence will change and he'll become a lot more aggressive and hopefully he like has this uh, uh jim harbaugh hates chicken he doesn't eat chicken That's right because it's a loser bird it's a scared it's a scared animal that's he won't what eat it a was. scared animal yeah which i Okay, we're gonna have to talk to him about like if he eats like lamb or turkey, even, even beef. Like, so is does he, he only eat bull? That's all. That's all it is. He's just Rocky Mountain oysters every night. Just Rocky, yeah. That, that I guarantee you that he he, he was Panther. Liver King before Liver King. You're damn right. How great would it be too if Russ started adopting like all of his views too? Just like offering to adopt all of his teammates' just kids everywhere. everywhere. Just yeah. like I've got I've got the bathrooms for it. Like, yeah. think about it. I can get twelve in here. <laughs> All right, 503-250-1080. Uh, let's get to the betting side of things. we got to discuss the nine-leg parlay that was with our BetQL Network Insider, uh, brought to you by BetMGM. It is Ryan Horvath, the host of BetMGM Tonight. He's after Will with SportsCenter. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. All right, this is the time where we uh, usually talk with Ryan Horvath, our BetQL Network insider, uh, the host of BetMGM Tonight, brought to you by BetMGM. He is unavailable. Um, But when it comes to betting, why not talk to Will Ortner, though, you know? Because he had a nine-leg parlay. Oh, gosh, you're not going to give – I don't want your parlay of the day. No, I haven't. I haven't. No, well, I will eventually. Yeah, of course you will. Well, I don't know. Can I tweet it? I don't know what's legal for me to do. Oh, just put a disclaimer on it. Just like, hey, don't. Hey, legally, I'm an idiot. uh, But (laughs) is that binding? If I just say legally, I'm an idiot. Can I do that? Like, if I do illegal things, like if I Uh, double park, mm -hmm. can I just say, well, like legally, I'm an idiot. You can't give me a ticket here. I don't think that'll work. I don't think that'll work. But it works when I talk about sports bets. Yeah. Sounds fair. <laughs> yeah. Duh. <laughs> I, I'm going to take whatever I can get. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just make sure that whatever you tweet out, I'll just retweet it with uh, attention, Willies. Do not take advice seriously. Because Willies is still leading. All um, Willies pay attention. The group of Will Ortner supporters, uh, the Willettes, 30%. The Willies, 69 Nice. Nice. Can yeah. you imagine if I won again in. today? 
Get your votes in at Dusty underscore Hera. Well, think uh, about it. No, I can't. Like, because what if, if you're I... talking about it this much now? Boy. Well, I'm not doing sure. a nine-leg parlay. That would just be silly. That would just be a heat check, and I'm not there yet. I'm not Kyle Korver shooting from deep. You should. Should shoot I just shot. create shoot a one, nine? Shoot, shoot your $1 shot. Shoot your $2 nine shot, buddy. I would love to create another niner. I'm, But now here's the problem. I'm going to go cold. What? Okay. What was it that, 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 what was the impetus of a nine legger did you were there just too many bets and then you just got t- carried away and by the end of it you're like wow i'm up to nine no i had a strategy <laughs> my my main strategy was all of my bets in the utah game and the sacramento game was they had all hit when i made this bet on friday but i lost because Lori Markinen didn't hit enough three-pointers so i just took the three-pointers out and was like god is challenging me okay. and i'm going to defeat them all right and then now we're figuring it out. And then with uh, the Bucks picks, I'll be honest. I tried to take a couple picks in the Boston game. It didn't let me. Good for and, you. How about that outcome? Yeah. See, that worked out well for me because I I would have been screwed. Um, that was divine intervention, just like your two twos. Sure. Um. So then I I just picked Giannis because I was like I all some of it too is I had a boost. The same oh. game parlay. Yeah, yeah. X. I had oh, a boost, yeah. so I wanted to make sure I got the boost. So I just threw, threw Giannis on there, Brooke Lopez, and Chris Stops, and it was probably the best three decisions I've made. <laughs> yeah, so you stumbled into it. Um, Plus 6,000, baby. Whatever, man. Hey, you stumbled into that one, and it doesn't matter because you won, and then the lights turned on, she realized you're ugly, and she can run away. But... That does not happen. You were beautiful yet. that night, buddy. You were beautiful that night. I am perfectly okay fulfilling that role. Everyone has to find their role in society, and if that's the role I have to find, I'm okay with that. Know your role. Know your lane. <laughs> Don't Levar ball us. See, now you're losing. Now you're. Now the Willettes are going to take a hit off of that. What one. do you mean? Why are the Willettes? They should follow me blindly, mm. like the Swifties. <laughs> Dude, the Swifties are not to be trifled with. Have I told you about the time that uh, I... Did you say our new music sucks? No. Because it does? No. No, I went... I took it a step further. It. My niece is a Swifty. She's a, a big time Swift. Since she's a day oneer. Like How old? Uh, she is 16. I'm going to give her okay. a pass. I'm going to give her a pass. Yeah. I'm going to give her a pass. Uh, she's 16 years old, and... Uh, I love her because she is like a, like, she's got some bite to her, right? Mm. She's got the, oh, shank it with the knife. Um, but she is, like, when she was, like, oh, four years old, my wife, my wife and I were just dating at the time, but she went in a, a car ride with her, and Taylor Swift came on. She goes, hey, like, I sound like Taylor Swift. She's like, yeah, you do. And she goes, like, no, but I, like, really do, don't I? Four years old. She'd been a Swifty. Four so years. when Taylor Swift's new album came out, she's like, number one, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And I go, oh, that's awesome. She has a new album out. She's like, uh, yeah. I think two, actually. She gave me the, uh, yeah. yeah. I go, oh, man. So she got dumped again? And she's like, excuse me? And then the yeah, gloves were off. And I, I baited her into it. I baited her into it. But it did the Swifties know they, there's mm-hmm. like certain trigger words and it's like she doesn't need to break up with somebody to have a hit song, even though that was kind of like her thing for a while. It like still it was all is. breakup songs. It still is. They're all still breakup songs. Yeah. I think one of them is a breakup song with herself. She says that she's the problem. It, awareness. Yeah. You want to know a big red flag that I have in the dating life right now? 
if you say you're a Swifty, if you're like a 21 to 26 year old woman and you're saying you're a big Swifty, mm. that's a red flag. Right. That's like it's it's getting equal to horse girl. I don't. Yes. Do I want to know what horse girl is? You've never dated a horse girl? No. Girls who ride horses? <laughs> they own a horse and yeah. and or ride them, yeah. maybe involved in rodeo in yeah, some way? They take yeah, dude. they pay way more attention to their horse than they do anything else in the world. Well, look, dude, you've uh, you've been married a while now, happily. Mm. Um you haven't been in the game like me. And so it's it's tough out there. I also, didn't go to school in Ellensburg, Washington, which may be the... Like I went to you, Hawkinson, too, dude. There say, were, I was surrounded by the horse people. You say a horse girl like it's like a common term That's that a we common all should term. know. That's a common term. That is a common term. Especially growing up in this area, you should know horse girl. I don't... I know if... I, well, now that you say it, I know a few horse girls. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know... I didn't know that was like a common term that people were like, hey, horse girl. Oh, yeah. No, that's like yeah. a common, like... Thing. It's like guys who hold up uh, fishes on their dating profile pictures. That's a, actually that's a thing. Like that's a big thing. Yeah, horse yeah. is a thing too. Horse girl is the same thing. It's terrifying. Okay, um, let's get to our our worst day on the web because this is actually we're going to a different lane here with the worst day on the web. This is maybe one of the more awkward falling outs that we have seen publicly in sports. Oh yeah. It ain't Skip and Shannon. It is not. No, this is this is a beef that is on a global stage right now, um, and it's getting ugly, and it's getting petty, and it's weird. If we're being quite frank, Danny and Dusty on the face. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey at ten eighty. Getting a lot of 50-50 split here on uh, whether horse girl is a thing or not. I hadn't heard of it. I know, like, right when you said it, I didn't know where you were going down that road. But uh, when you said it, I had an idea, and it was right on. Um, But It's pretty self-explanatory what a horse girl is, and it's a thing. Yeah, I bet it is. It's a thing. The people who don't. I don't think it's as common as you think it is, though. Well, I think the people who didn't grow up, like, in the country don't know. I mean, I had a pretty rural experience growing up. <laughs> Where were you at? Uh, Hillsboro, like yeah. West Hillsboro, Northwest Hillsboro. It's not that rural. Yeah, dude, we went to the rodeo for fun. I worked at a rodeo, <laughs> and you don't know about what a horse girl is. I knew exactly. No, what you're you said. wrong. <laughs> You know exactly what a horse girl is. You're no. gaslighting me on no, this program. I'm not, I'm you're not. a gaslighter. All right. Uh... <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, Just, I'm pretty sure they're called centaurs. Centaurs, not a horse girl or a horse boy. You're gaslighting me. Uh, all right, let's get to the worst day on the web uh, because you're having the best day on the web because yes. we're naming. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, placed your vote at Dusty underscore Hera or at Will Ortner, you have tweeted as well. Uh, apparently, Will has a group of supporters. Um, we are determining their name today. Uh, it is down to the Willies or the Willettes. Uh, 72% is pro Willies, uh, 27% Willettes. So. I think Willies are going to win. Okay. They're coming in strong. All right. Um, so go and vote on that. The worst day on the web, though, is uh, 
is there is there a product in our sports world that seemingly is so likable but is in the news for more controversy than the United States men's national soccer team? No. I mean, just <laughs> soccer in general. There's always something bad going there's on in there, That is so true. But we've got something new. And we, I thought the dust had settled on this. Um, but... Uh, it, it has come back in a big way. Do you remember Gio Reyna, the 20-year-old sensation that in the World Cup, people were wondering, why is Gio not playing? Why Me, big soccer guy. Yeah. That is one thing I knew about is why isn't Gino playing? Exactly. Gio, Gio playing. He was, the, he was the second best player is what I was told to say. It, absolutely. But it, it ended up coming out because uh, Greg Berhalter, the uh, U.S. men's national team coach, after the World Cup was over, um, he was at the uh, Howe Institute for Society Summit on Moral Leadership in, in New York. And he didn't know that he w- what he was talking about. Uh, well, he's or dumb. That, no, he didn't know that what he was talking about was being recorded. Um, but he's also dumb. He is pretty dumb. He said he was going to keep it in-house and then told a bunch of people. Yeah, and well, at this summit where he didn't know he was being recorded, well, he was, and it all got released, where he was talking about, he didn't name the player specifically, but he was talking about how a player um, was not acting and behaving the way he should on or off the field uh, when he got news that he wouldn't be playing as much as he thought he would. And we all knew that that was Gio Reyna because Gio Reyna didn't play a whole heck of a lot. There was a rumbling that he had to apologize to the team. Uh, and then the whole story ended up coming out, and Gio Reyna ended up apologizing. Um, he ended up apologizing during the uh, World Cup about his behavior, and they thought that was kind of going to be it. But then when Reyna, uh, when Reyna's family apparently heard about this from Burhalter. They got upset. They got upset as of December 11th when they were still in Cutter. And this is where it brings us to today and the worst day on the web because uh, yesterday it was kind of made it be known that Burhalter's uh, under investigation by it, the U.S. men's national team for an incident of domestic violence that happened um, years ago uh, in Burhalter's past. And now what we're finding out is that Daniela Reyna, Charlie Reyna's mother, is the one that leaked this story about Greg Berhalter, who, when he was 18 years old, did something that is inexcusable. He kicked his his girlfriend at the time, was drunk at a bar, kicked her. Inexcusable. Okay? I mean, violence on women is... I mean, that is an inexcusable move. Um, Bold take. And, yeah, right. Um, But Reyna, his mother, ended up December 11th when her son had to apologize to the team for the way he was acting on and off the field and wasn't getting his playing time, then leaked this to sources within the U.S. men's national team because she was the roommate of the then-girlfriend. They Who's were now both, his wife. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Reyna, uh, Daniela Reyna, was roommates with the girlfriend at the time, who has now been his, that is now Burhalter's wife of 25 years. This event happened 31 years ago, and Burhalter yesterday said that he had, 
even at the time, he knew it was wrong. He went through counseling. They've had a relationship now for 31 years, 25 of which they've been married. And the Reina, the Daniela Reina ended up, because Gio wasn't going to be getting his playing time, going to the U.S. men's national team. And then once Burhalter's comments went public at that summit, she went and said, if you guys don't do something, I am going to make it public. And so they open up this investigation. She is the one admitting, I'm the one who did this. It gets deeper than that, though, because Daniela Reyna, Greg Burhalter, and Claudio Reyna, who is Gio Reyna's dad, they're, they've been friends since they all were in college. Claudio Reyna and uh, Greg Burhalter were like youth uh, teammates, high school teammates, U.S. men's national team teammates. They've been friends for decades. And then Daniela Reyna is, is like roommates and best friends with uh, Greg Burhalter's wife. And they've, they've all been friends for over 30 years. And this, this investigation that the U.S. men's national team has opened is for an event that happened 31 years ago with his then-girlfriend, who has now been his wife for 25 years. And it isn't inexcusable what he did, right? And that is, it's yeah. a horrible thing. Never but hit I, a woman. I do believe people can grow and people can learn. And that doesn't excuse what he did. They have been... And this woman has been his friend for 30-plus years and has been his friend after this. And Oh, I don't think they're going to be friends after. Well, not after. The, oh, I see. You're, after the, the original event. Yes. They were friends for over 30 years. They kept that thing. She kept that thing holstered. She had it, and she was going to use it. She's Look, he shouldn't have done what he did, but she's a piece of garbage, too. Wow. Like, yeah. this is. You want to talk about. Karens and soccer moms. This is yeah. it, man. Your you are think about that, man. Your this is when you decide to unload it. If she really, if she really was like he's this bad of a person, when he was named the U.S. Men's National Team coach, wouldn't that be the time? Or like or, at the height of like Me Too coming out and stuff like that, maybe that would be the time. But this is when you're you're gonna hold it because your kid didn't get playing time and you don't like the way that he handled the kid with this situation with your child. Like, come on, this is getting this is gonna get even uglier because the gloves are gonna come off now on on both they sides. They have here. to. Well, and now like the U.S. men's team, there's gonna be backlash against Berhalter. Absolutely. I'm, I mean, and and honestly, de- deservedly so. But you know, it. I, <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know where to go with it because it's one of those things where I remember in high school this would happen sometimes, where like a parent would be upset that their kid wasn't getting enough playing time, or like a big donor to the school's kid would all of a sudden like, oh, he's like the thirteenth man on the basketball team, yeah. or oh, he gets to be in the short short yardage package as a fullback. Maybe he scores a touchdown or two. Like, I thought that was all left behind in high school. I thought that'd be something you'd have to deal with in your high school coaching. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Don't have to deal with that. And this is where, this is where it come where I land on this is like, she had this holstered and didn't have an issue with any of the things that gone on. No. Had, had thought he's a good enough person to remain close friends with them and their family. She's a piece of garbage for 30 years. Um, and obviously she thought at some point he grew from it. 
Greg Berhalter did something inexcusable 31 years ago mm-hmm. and has not made an excuse for it. We say it's inexcusable. He hasn't made an excuse for it, but he has grown, and he was an 18-year-old idiot. And I'm sure if you asked him, he would tell you the same thing. He's been married to the same woman for 25 years, and he has not had – you want to talk about growing from experiences. He, is not, he hasn't had an issue really since then. You know, not to my knowledge. No. And now this is when it comes out. This isn't going to be good. And you know, what's not going to be good for is her kid, Gio Reyna moving forward, because you want to go into a locker room with him with, with, well, not with him, but you want to go in the locker room with your teammates and be like, dude, your, your mom turned in our, our coach for something that happened 31 years ago. And she's been really good friends with him after the incident in question. Mommy's fighting your battles for you, and you don't want to be. And now you don't want to be around Geo. I mean, that's no. something that's on. Like people don't talk about it enough, but in the locker room, that's a real thing. You have a buddy who starts, you know, telling stuff yeah. to media, or he's telling stuff to people that aren't in that locker room. Thirty-one years ago, man. She is a piece of garbage. Ugh, man, uh, but it's gonna get uglier before it gets better. Oh that's yeah, for dang sure. That is for dang I sure. Wouldn't shock me if you didn't see another Reyna or a Burhalter involved with the U.S. men's soccer team. Uh, yeah, and he's he's a damn good talent. Yes, he, he is. He's an incredible talent. He's supposed to be number two behind Pulisic. And he's 20 years old. Only going to get better. Uh, is this what is going to be what brings down American soccer again? It was is up? This, it, did, yeah, did, hell was, yeah. It was American soccer We, we made it. Yes, it was. For American was, soccer, well, yeah, we for made American, it to the world. We made it to the top, knockout stage. Top sixteen. Congrats on your mortgage bowl win, Wisconsin. You know what? It's baby steps for for small programs. It is a big feat. Yeah, change your expectations. You ain't looking I for refuse. the You ain't looking for the playoff. All you're looking for is that top sixteen ranking. If buddy. you ain't first, you're a last. Thanks, Chase or Reese, Bobby, Ricky, Bobby. Ooh, speaking of Bobby's. Bobby Petrino's back at his BS. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 